Welcome to Simple Grace. This is it's a freezing cold winter night here where we live and I just thought I'd take a few moments to speak to you about um, how we kind of do our evening routine and just to give you some ideas of how you could start your new routine. So normally around 7 or 8 o'clock I will start getting the family ready for bed. My husband will probably be going to bed because he gets up to farm really early. And then uh, my daughter will need to be in bed by 8.30. At 8.30 is when I start my quiet time routine where I kind of hone in or zone in, sorry, on me and my soul care and just, you know, how I can bring more joy to my life. So what I normally start with is I I probably will go and make sure everybody's in bed and everything's put away and uh, check the weather and the emails and then what I try to do is go and either take my shower or you know whatever I need to do to get ready for my night clothes. And then what happens is I light a small candle um, by my bed, I sit there with my dog. Um, what we do is we normally just have some quiet time of our own. What I mean by quiet time of our own, we'll sit and play for a little bit, and then it's time to really just go and get into the Word of God and just spend a little bit of time with um, Jesus. Something I like to do is read a poem before bed. If I don't have time for a devotional, I like to at least read a poem in one chapter of the Bible. So I'm going to read you two poems. I might read three. Um, Let's start with this one. It's called Life's Inner Worth. Life's Inner Worth. There is no path worthwhile upon the face of earth unless man knows sweet peace and life's true inner worth for strength will come each mile when weary steps grow faint and faith in god increased with wisdom as of a saint by loretta inman another one that i found that was really cute was this one and it is called He is the Light. He is the Light by Colette Fedor, F-E-D-O-R. He is the Light in the time of trouble, sorrow, and care. Be still and listen. Know that He's there to comfort and to give you the strength that you need. Whatever the problem, your prayers He will heed, protecting and guiding each soul in its plight. In dark hours, he is the light. I thought that was absolutely adorable. I love little rhyming ones, but you know, all poems are beautiful. So my last one is simply what I feel like when it's time for my quiet time, especially on a cold winter's night. So it's called my, my friend forever. My friend forever, when the shades of night softly gather, as the daylight 
hours in, I feel an overwhelming love for God, my dearest friend. He walks along beside me in sunshine and in rain. He laughs with me through the happy times and takes away the pain. When illness or some sorrow tends my tears, my world apart, tears my world apart, the love and the comfort he puts forth would melt a hardened heart. He guides my awkward footsteps along life's rough terrain, and not one prayer I've ever, I've said to him has ever been in vain. Oh yes, I count my blessing at every long night's day, or every long day's end, for I know God will always be my very dearest friend. That poem is by Dorothy A. Orth. I hope you like those poems, and let's get on to our, our quiet time ritual, or routine, I like to call it routine, not ritual. So what I normally do after I've read a devotional or a poem, I will do one chapter of the Bible, maybe two, depending on how tired I am. So let's just go in and read. Let's see, let's see which one I want to read tonight. Let's go right here to Psalms 1. We're going to read it in the ESV translation that is the translation that I really prefer um, I like the way it's said and the way it just kind of comes across to me it just speaks to me so here we go there's only six verses it's not too long so it says the way of the righteous and the wicked blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seats of scoffers but he delights in the law of the Lord, and on the law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yield its fruit in its season, and its leaves does not wither, and all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like the chaff of the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of righteousness. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, the way of the wicked will perish. I think by remembering who we are in Christ and how we are to be, it helps. But as long as you're reading the word of God and that you are filling yourself with uh, good thoughts, good deeds, good actions, praising God, loving God, I think you will be just fine. Another way that I um, do my Bible time is after my devotional or poem in my Bible time, then I use the acronym PRAY because I'm preparing myself to pray. So I'm going to find something that I want to praise God for, that I'm going to repent my sins, that I'm going to ask God whatever my petition is for that night and then I'm going to say yes to God yes to his ways and yes to whatever he desires of me and then I'm going to say amen so um, I'm going to do a quiet prayer it's, it'll just be a quick 
quick little prayer, um, just asking God to help all of us and protect us from sickness. Actually, I'm not going to make it a quiet prayer. I'm just going to go ahead and pray it. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you for um, the way you provide for us. You're the great provider, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would remove our sins and that you would give us a fresh start tomorrow, Lord. Lord, I also ask that you would heal this land, heal the country, protect it. Lord Jesus, will you allow the hardened hearts to open? May you open doors that have never been opened before. And may your will be done, Lord. And yes, Lord, I declare today, I surrender today, my life, my, my everything. I thank you, Lord, for everything that I have and everything you do for me. Help me to be better tomorrow for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So that was just a quick little prayer that um, I just popped in my head. I don't really remember why I was saying what I was saying, but that's that's the way prayer works. It's by the heart. It's not from, you know, I don't read a book and say, oh yes, I have to pray this night and I got to do this night. No, it's nothing like that. So once I've had my prayer time, my devotional and poem time, and my Bible time, then I take a book or two and read. I might just read a couple pages, a couple chapters, sometimes even a couple paragraphs. But right now I'm reading a book. Um, the title of the book is Faith Classics, The Quiet Talks on Prayer. It's an abridged and updated version by S.D. Gordon. Um, I love this book. I've read it a couple times. I have really, yeah, you just heard me through it. Sorry about that. But it's got some really good viewpoints, and I love it. I love that, you know, I'll give you three chapters in this book, and it may not be in that order, but I really think that some of these are very important, like the meaning and the mission of prayer, the hindrance to prayer, how to pray, and then one of my favorites back here is Jesus habits of prayer. How did he pray? Why did he pray? What did he pray? I think I haven't read that part yet, but I'm hoping that I get a deeper revelation of what that is. So um, if you've never read this book, it would be a great book to have at the nightstand. Also, I am reading a book called Women of the Word, How to Study the Bible with Both Our Hearts and Our Minds by Jen Wilkins. And I just read a couple pages at a time, but I will give you like a short version of what this book is about. We all know it's important to study God's Word, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. What's more? What's more? Lack of time, emotionally driven approaches, and past frustrations can erode our resolve to keep growing in our knowledge of scripture. How can we as Christian women keep our focus and sustain our passion when reading the Bible? 
offering a clear and concise plan to help women go deeper in their in their study of scripture. This book will equip you and engage you and engage God's word in a way that that trains your mind and transforms your heart. That is just the like the back page of the the book. I think it will be good. I think that um, it'll be really good for me. Um, so here's the first three chapters. First chapter is turning things around. The second is the case of Bible literacy, and chapter three is studied with purpose. So I think that is a good book. Um, I haven't read it all, but you know that's why it's by my bedside, not not here all the time. So I hope you've liked this video. I hope that you've got something creative that you can take away from it. And I really pray that you will just um, give God some of your quiet time in the evening. You know, every night is different, but we try, I try, to make sure I have some quiet time with my kids so that kind of like family time, but I also need my own quiet time with God to kind of say, okay, God, here's my day. How do you want to use it? Um, what are your plans for me tomorrow? Do you know what I need to do? Maybe it's a friend I need to visit. Maybe it's a doctor's appointment. You know, maybe the weather's going to be so bad that I'm not going to go out. I don't know. But what I do know is that God is in control. Remember those poems and how sweet they are. Simple, sweet talks with God. That's all you need doesn't have to be something spectacular. doesn't have to be drawn out. I remember um, growing up, I would hear them talk at church about how your prayer life is supposed to be the closest thing you have to God. So I don't know where you're at with your prayer life, but if you need to retouch with God, you need to call upon him and say, Lord, here I am. I want to pray tonight. Then go. Seek him. Find him. And he will not let you down. You might think sometimes that he does, but he never lets you down. He's only got the best for you. So good night. Thank you for listening. And thank you for coming on Simple Grace. Bye-bye.